Welcome to Grown Dad Business. This is Aaron Kleiber. Uh, I'm here in the dad cave watching Pittsburgh Penguins hockey with Jason Clark. Pew, pew, pew. It's pew, pew, pew now? This week it's pew, pew, All pew. Right. Uh, and I'm also here with uh, comedian uh, and dad, Jeff Conkle, is here. Um, chunk, chunk. Whoa. How about a shotgun for that? Oh, oh, little chunk, chunk. That's a that's a thick yeah. shotgun. Yeah. That's that was, a I would go to five inch barrel shotgun. Sawed off, possibly. Um, yeah, we're here uh, chatting with uh, Jeff Conkle today, and I don't know what we're going to talk about. Mm. I'm really not sure. I do know that Jeff is having his second child. Oh shit! There's Deuce. the topic. There's the topic. There's the topic. Deuce. Uh, one kid, two kid, three kid. Four. I have three. I have three. Jason has two. Uh, we're going to score we're, Jeff today. We're about to hit for the cycle here. <laughs> yeah, dude. A single, a double, and a triple. Yeah, man. We're going to have a full hockey team. Speaking of uh, playoff hockey, let's go Pens hashtag. Uh, on uh, This week on uh, Grown Dad Business. Grown Dad Business with Aaron Kaliber. That's my dad. Hello. Underpants. That is hilarious. She mouth you. Rate and review this podcast while my daddy will go into a deep depression. And boom, welcome to Grown Dad Business. Real quick, uh, brought to you by our friends at Dad Gear, dadgear.com, and uh, Mary Mac Bakehouse. Oh, thank you so much. Uh, last week, we did our Dad Bod. Uh, is that, wait, Dad Bod episode mm-hmm. was before? Yeah. Which one is it released? Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, <laughs> we, uh, we did our Dad Bod episode as I'm uh, pimping out. Cinnamon rolls <laughs> from Mary Mac Bakehouse. It's House. promoting dad bod, isn't it? Yeah, yeah we are promoting. We got to get you bod. on the dad bod, yeah. so that you understand the content of what we're talking about. Um, Jeff, uh, Jeff is a comedian friend in Pittsburgh. I, I've always said this is the compliment round of the show. Oh, okay. I've always said that, and I've said this to you before that I, I've always felt like Jeff was the best comic in Pittsburgh. And uh, when I was coming up, I was just thankful that Jeff had a day job, a good enough day job. To not take comedy past a hobby, mm-hmm. uh, which is spectacular, because then that got us all more work, because uh, well, none of us had a good job. Thank you for um, the compliments. Very, that is very nice. Very so, kind of, like, yeah, I'm as, like, as, as compliments from Aaron Kleiber go, that was a good compliment. That was a good. It was good. I compliment everybody. Do. Okay. I, the compliment was if he did have a day job, I would crush him. <laughs> I would, yeah. Thank God. Thank God for his sake. Could you imagine yeah, can you what imagine his life would be? What I would have done to him. I would. He would lose his home. <laughs> Me? <laughs> he, he's sitting in the back of going, No, I'm just. If he I'm came just, out and went, I would. Just, it kind of it kind of left a hole in the line open. You know what I mean? <laughs> the for, power vacuum. Right. The, the run through. You know what I mean? Yeah. Since Jeff Conkle, uh, you know, wasn't uh, going full bore mm-hmm. like some of us. With stand-up comedy, and that's spectacular. I, what I'm saying is, if you actually put 100% into comedy, we would all just be looking up to you, and oh, well, that's what I think. Thanks. That's, I really do. That is very nice. So now do you just regret your children? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's the real question. Do you regret your wife, your job, and your child? Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> no, I was actually telling somebody the other day, I was like, I felt like comedy fulfilled something for me at that time in my mm. life when I started and maybe it was a need for attention or whatever it was but now that I have a, a, a kid I'm starting to feel 
like I need comedy less. I still want oh, to do yeah. it. I, I still like to do it, but mm-hmm. I don't. I feel like I don't need it quite as much. Right. Does that make sense? I don't were know. You, where were you at in your life when you started? Totally single. Totally single. No, no dating. No, oh, of nothing. course. Yeah. So yeah. I had. I, I, in fact, I don't even know what the hell I was doing. Yeah. What was I doing with all my time? Yeah. What were you doing? I don't know because like, I still feel like I get like two hours to my you know to screw what, around uh, in my life now. How old were you when you started comedy? Twenty-two. Twenty-two. I started when I was twenty-eight. Oh my gosh! I started stand-up I comedy when I was married uh, and had a six-month-old baby. I know that's really dumb. I don't know how because part- but it, but that kicked me in the ass though. I tell that's everybody that that's what that's it did. True. Yeah, that's what it does. Yeah. it really does. Well, probably the biggest fights that I've ever had with my wife were kind of surrounding comedy and how much attention I was giving to it at that at that point and everything like that. And part of my sure. counter argument was, you know, I when you met me, this was. I was doing this, and I was doing it a lot more right, than right. it is. Yeah. But now, as I've grown older, it was, you know, you have to pick your battles because you do have a living human being with emotions <laughs> that responds to you and loves you and everything like that, and you can't be... Your wife. Have You're talking about your wife. I'm talking about my yeah. wife, obviously. Yeah. But uh, you, you, can't, you have to do... You have to prioritize things and sometimes going out to an open mic on tuesday to have three beers you have to be honest with yourself Dude. and say am i doing this because for my craft or is it because i'm bored i know i yeah or it's like is my wife is sitting at home with an eight-month-old baby nine-month-old baby year old baby you know um i can go i have an excuse to just go leave yeah and i'm like yeah you can't do that right like that's you know there has to be a but, purpose but now. at the same time the purpose was you being able to provide. yeah i mean that was yeah, I, mean, I that, think I th- I think you know having having a six month old child immediately makes you be like, oh yeah, um, I gotta make money at this. Like I gotta see that was a different dynamic for me because like right. you said, I had a day job, so right. really it was a hobby. Yeah. So mm-hmm. I couldn't pull the you yeah. know this is putting food on the table. I need to get better at it so I can put more food right. on the table. It's food's taken care of. This is right. basically me going down right. to the basement to play with my trains. Yeah, yeah and that's what I, that's what I'll say to people when they'll ask me about why would I even venture doing this? Right, like what I do, and you know it's it's like some guys go and open the hood up. And yeah. Take the car apart yeah. and put it Absolutely. back together again. Yeah. And that's their release. That's their yeah. their that's their ability to. And for us, it's just yeah. I just you want to just. Go I read this. something about the disappear. They called it the disappearance of the second place. And they said, or the the, the second place was essentially outside of work. It was a place that you went to. It was a bar. It was a right. BFW, sure. a social mm-hmm. club or yeah. anything like that. Now people don't have that anymore. That's why anymore. they're all closing now. Yeah. So, But but they said that served an important thing because you got out into the community, and whether it's church or what, you know, whatever it is now, but it's just somewhere else that you expand your world just a little bit as opposed yeah. to right. just work and then back to yeah. your house. Right, yeah. absolutely. We talk about that all the time. I think, I mean, when you equated that to saying sometimes for individuals it's their church. It's oh, their, absolutely! It's their opportunity I, I, to have a social life yeah. and get outside of like, yeah. the work and, and outside of family. It's an opportunity to get out and, and have that social. Yeah, life. that's that's one thing I see now as being a former youth pastor. I say that with a grin because it's so silly at this point. Seems in my like life. a long time ago. Seems probably. like a long time ago. Uh, but I see like an arcade comedy theater in Pittsburgh. You just see that like, oh, this is their church. Mm-hmm. Like it's, it's their. Right. This is where they tithe. They give their time. This they is their Monday get night meaning. Yeah. They, yeah, this is their absolutely. It, it gives them meaning in their life. Uh, I mean, it's the same thing when you walk into an open mic and there's 50 people on the list. Yeah, at a at a, at a, at a bar at, on a Thursday. I know. And you're sitting there looking at these names and you're thinking about what's their end game. Like, what are we looking? Right. For well, that's the other dynamic accomplish? for for me was that when I started, 
I made some really, really great friends. I had a comedy class, like pretty much everybody always has uh -huh. a comedy class. Like you had Palumbo, I think, was starting right when you did. I don't remember who Oh, him and I started the same week. Same week. Same but, night. But like me, it was Terry Jones had been doing it for like a couple months before I right. did. Bill was our, Bill Crawford was already on the scene, but it was like T-Robe and Mike Wysocki, and they were maybe a yeah, little bit ahead of me. Yeah, all great like local Pittsburgh comics. But, yeah. but now... I was telling Terry this the other day is that as we've all started to grow and most of us have been doing it for 10 years now we're not even on the same shows anymore because everyone's like headlining or you know doing things so no one's oh, on sure, the same yeah. show so you don't get to hang out you don't oh, get don't that see, same sense yeah, right, of camaraderie right, right. and it's hard to, to manufacture that with another group of people now right like there's a bunch of young guys and, and girls now that I, I don't think I'd love to feel the same sense of camaraderie with them right. but I just don't think that I'll ever get there True, you know, we're not yeah. going to go through the same battles at this point. We're not going to no, go do right, the, right, right. the open mics above the bowling alleys yeah. and all that kind of stuff. Those experiences. But you still you you're, you've been getting out. I mean, you still get out. You still get to do some comedy. Yeah. And now now you have a second child on the way. Yeah. Bun in the oven. <laughs> How far? Uh, four months. So I got September's a due date. Mm -hmm. Oh so yeah. I still got a little. Oh, uh, I feel so bad. Your wife's got to go through July and yeah. August. She wanted to. She okay. had a winter baby last time. She wanted to. Okay. Uh, okay. I agree. I'm going to ask you in August. I, 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 because my my wife had two summer pregnancies. Well, our first one was born June 24th, but it was still warm enough. Right. But my son was born sep September 13th. So, yeah. like, I mean, that July and August was hell for her. Well, she's... I mean, it was just... I mean, she was never... Cool enough. She's struggling now, and I'm like, we are not even at the halfway point. Now. Look, like, it's we 70, got a long it's, way to go. It's 75 degrees at Easter. Um, July and August is going to be 95, yeah. 100. That's why I'm telling you, I am in some hardcore nesting phase right now. That's why I've ripped out my entire garage in the last week, and I'm doing that all because I know that the, I'm going to have to start helping a lot. He's and, already pulling some dad moves. Yeah, yeah. You create drywall. Our <laughs> value, baby. Our value. Got to get that R value up. Oh man! Uh, you got yeah. You definitely like right now. Like we're we're in my what I call my dad cave because I, I mean I live in a three bedroom ranch, and uh, which is why I just bought a four bedroom two acre house mm -hmm. <laughs> because you have to get away sometimes. You have to. And I know right now it's just like it's just me and my pretty wife and my one little baby. Oh, little baby. oh dude! Like we were laughing because like it's like as one as it, it takes like a team of you. To handle one, and you were saying like you're like a pit crew. Yeah, I say that at, at this point, you know, my son's two years old. We mm -hmm. have caring for him yeah. down to yeah, a flow chart. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. it, every decision is yeah. no problem. I handled this before. He reacts a certain way. Yep. We 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 got it squared away, and now we, we've just mastered one one thing. And right. now it's time to take. And it's on like and else. it's like you're gonna get used to that and doing that, and then the second one, you're handling the new baby, and you turn around, and the other baby has like. You know, a magic marker on the refrigerator and a and, yeah. a, and a whole open container of diesel, <laughs> a, a gallon of of milk, and you're like, why? Where did you even get that? And you're gonna be amazed how many things kids could do in two seconds, because you're gonna turn your back a lot on for the new baby, and you're gonna turn around and your son, you're like, how how are you butt naked already? <laughs> like, how did you take all your clothes off? In a second and a half. Let me ask you this: So, like, with the first kid, 
we, I mean, we I have this. Sh- this showered about. with attention. I mean, he's a little, yes. I told my wife, I was like, he's going to be a comedian because he can't stand when someone's not looking at him. Like he has right. to do oh, something right. to, oh, to have he'll him he'll learn the hard way. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's like, so when the second, you guys would know better than me, when that second kid comes around, how do you divide your attention up? Is it just on who's on fire, you know, basically? See, and, and typical for us, because we're like, mine all happen at a different stage. So mm-hmm. right. obviously, as we said, you know, my daughter's right. 22, JC's 17. So we, she was five. Like so relatively was, so she could get her own cereal she was yeah. making and super excited she was making right? scrambled eggs and she was you know i'm yeah. a big sister and she right. pushed the stroller so my experience with my kids as far as division of time she was part of the army right yeah she oh, was man, she nice. was down for that you yeah. know until he was able to walk and talk and then she's like i don't want anything to do with him anymore yeah we've been slowly peppering in like baby talk and let you know let's see you know yeah. you know oh you're ready to have a baby are you excited to have a baby like trying and to do whole, that type of thing he's now, two. Oh, okay so and but, actually you're right on with that that's actually and i'm taking all of this knowledge not from me but from my wife who's has a degree in children wife. early children's education mm-hmm. and development so i've learned from her but like what what she's really good at, I forgot what I was going to say because I'm we're actually watching Pittsburgh, Pittsburgh Penguins play up hockey. Focus. Um, what I was going to say was that uh, she did a really good job of including my son. In now, the process. Yeah. Right. Like saying, like, making sure he's excited and making sure that he's... Do you want to help? Yeah. Like, yeah, like yeah, aren't yeah. you going to be ready? Aren't you going to be a big brother? Like, almost like giving him something to also look forward mm-hmm. to having. Mm-hmm. Um, now our daughter was a little bit older too when we had our, our third one here, so she was like exactly how your daughter she's was. She's been through this. She's a helper. Oh, yeah. She's yeah. awesome. Mm-hmm. We call her little mama. Like yeah. she's yeah. just great. Not the not the hip hop little mama. <laughs> no, uh, mama. no. Um, but yeah, dude, it's uh, it's gonna be an adjustment. There's gonna be, I'd say at least six months of him like, yo, what the fuck? Like, yeah, he's gonna be angry. Yeah, and he's and you're gonna see him. And I know it, it's. I know it's going to happen, and you're going to be like, you told the future. No, it's just going to happen. He's going to do things that you've never seen him do before, and you're like, dude, what the F? Like, why would right, you just... Because right, right. he's grabbing for that. Yeah. Why would you just throw oh, a pizza pizza on the floor, <laughs> you little asshole? Like, you'll just be like, wait, where's this coming from? You know? And then you find yourself over here with this baby, and you're like, oh, wait. This is where that's coming from. Can I tell you? You my, know what I mean? Can I tell you my guilty thought? I'll tell, tell you my guilty thought that I had with my first kid, and then the guilty thought that I'm having now that my wife's pregnant again. My first guilty thought when we were having our first kid was I was really just concerned that I wasn't going to connect with them, like that I wasn't going to like love him or whatever it was. Right. But of course that all that all changed. But I was just worried right. about it. Now I'm worried that I have such a good situation. I love having my son. I love I kind of like the situation that we're in. I'm I'm almost looking at the second kid like a little bit of a disruptor, right. like you know, like someone who's who's going to come in and kind of turn my nice little world oh, on its absolutely. head. And I oh, feel yeah. guilty for thinking that, but I don't um, know if it's avoidable or not. No, it's just it's going to happen. Like it's it is it is kind of like man, this is nice, uh, and you're like, oh shit, Here it's going to get real. Guy. It's going to get yeah, yeah, and it's but I, it changes. I, you find that space again. It becomes yeah. it's so natural. Like I I don't know I. <laughs> Going through it, I it, for me, I you know, I looked at my wife and I just said, God damn it. Like, we had no clue what we were doing. Like, I just pictured you grabbing Melissa's face and going, God damn it. No, there's no, no. I mean, it was a partnership. I mean, we, you know, we understood, like, but I didn't have a clue. Like, you, right. who are you relying on? Your parents to teach you this shit? 
my parents weren't teaching me jack right. like it, it wasn't a discussion that was ever had and i didn't go to books i mean listen we're talking 20 years yeah, I know, ago I man I, yeah. I wasn't dialing now, up on the internet what to do when a kid swallows a goddamn penny yeah, yeah. that's gonna happen right. you just let them shit it out you just you <laughs> deal with it you know and 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 i think that everything that you establish with your first child the second child you know is is somewhat a little more complicated because you're worried about the social aspect right. of the other child are you giving enough love are you showing enough attention but at the same time a lot of things that you worried about the first time around is going to be like oh, you jumping don't on that yeah. you like that, that, that second you're like whatever that first I, time done. I wouldn't touch his um, little that little umbilical cord oh, yeah, stomp yeah. I thought that was the grossest part yeah. of a, a little newborn baby now I'm just going to flick that thing yeah. right off yeah. and just yeah. be completely right. done there's with. things <laughs> definitely that like you know uh, we I'm I'm a little OCD I'm a little bit of a germaphobe so my my first child I was super germaphobe now I just don't care anymore like it actually having three kids cured my germaphobia oh, almost well, like I'm still like I won't touch a bathroom door handle yeah and it's probably other things people. like that you're going kids you don't care about no right yeah, you're yeah, you're yeah, a germ but I used to be weird by myself which is so weird I remember this is one of these like you know how you have these like fragments of memories sure. like from like when you're three and you're oh, like yeah. why do I remember that mm -hmm. I remember I was must have been three and I must have shit the bed or something like that <laughs> As, and I, I I had a cup and I was so I, I go to the bathroom and there's like turds falling out of my pants I remember my dad <laughs> literally little, 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 little bunny dogs. beans yeah, my yeah, dad yeah. literally bunny beans literally picking up a turd of mine and putting it in the toilet and even at that age I was like this guy loves me. Like, <laughs> he, he just picked up my own shit and put it in the toilet for me. You're like, I'm with that guy. Yeah. And guess what? If that would have happened right now, that would totally not phase me mm -mm. whatsoever. Mm -mm. My wife does that for me. me. Yeah. It's amazing. Uh, no. <laughs> oh, that's true. Yeah. You, but I, I, that's one of the things too. Uh, but also, you find yourself not caring about certain things like. If my first child, if my oldest daughter, when she was a baby, was like standing on top of a, the dining room table singing, I'd be like, oh my yeah, God, get down. Now, my third one, Lil' Firecat, yeah. I'm like, Jason, look at this girl. She's hilarious. She's over here standing on the table singing, and it's adorable. Yeah. I, and it's like, oh, get down. I think you only have so much fear and worry to dole out and you start to have to be more efficient with That's your true. worrying you, if that uh, makes any sense the phrase that I love in life and in parenting is that um, you have to choose your willows and your oaks is that there's mm. certain things you can only pay attention to that really is like your oak tree things that you're solid about yeah. that you you have to like take care of or correct them yeah. and then there's those things that kind of blow in the wind and you're like it's picking I'm your so, battles right it's, it's, it's picking your battles it, See, Willows me, and oaks. For me, like, I, like if my son's picking his nose and eating it, and I'm like, whatever, this baby over here is about to eat, drink a can of beer. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, I got to stop one of them. It's like, whatever. But see, for Pick me, your nose. willows turn into oaks so very frequently. Like, uh, like I, I'll be like... You will you will learn to just not care about certain things. Like, I'll be like, like we'll be having dinner, and he, like he won't drink his milk or something like that. I'll be oh, like, God. you got to drink the milk. Oh, shit. And then that's a willow. And I know that's a willow. <laughs> yeah. But it becomes the oak of, he's not listening to me. And yeah. So oh, then wow. I'm just like, well, you got to listen oh, you're to me. Like, What's he yeah, going to do when he's 16? Yeah, you're disrespecting the office. Oh, yeah. Like, I, don't, yeah. I don't take that's, that. Yeah. I mean, merits. And we go through, we went through that hardcore with my son these last two years you know i joke about that you know people talk oh, about having this teenage See, boy people talk about the terrible twos i it's, ask it's, him 
some not, questions about this. Yeah. It's not when they're oh, two man. years old. It's going to be a two-year span at some point where this yeah. son of a bitch is going to go off. <laughs> and he was, fif- he was 15 to 17. And now, you know, he's leveled off. He's bubbling up here and there, but he's got he's got more focus. He's he's you see a maturity that's happened to him in a very short span of time. But man, it was two years of holy right. hell. But we got off easy with our daughter. Our daughter was very right. easy to get through that teen oh, stage. Well, there wasn't lucky. an influx of boyfriends or nothing crazy like that. She, it was all it was pretty much all under control. Because in my experience, from what I've known about teenagers, is that. With teenage girls, you have to worry about them being a raging bitch for about two years. <laughs> and with teaching teenage boys, you have to worry about them being a absolute idiot for yeah. two years. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, like, like no like decision making skills whatsoever. None, none. They don't. <laughs> but like, know, yeah, it's there's no there's no thought. There's no there's no, no thoughts forward going thought. on. There's right. no if I do this. The chances are that this, this, or this could happen nope. to me. Nope, and, they're just, I'm doing this. And maybe, it's just like, yes, I will put my dick in this fire. Yeah. Well, well, that's <laughs> like, what, they don't care. I remember I did, I don't remember exactly what I did, but I got in trouble, and my and my dad just goes, why did you do that? And I was like 17, and I was like, I didn't have an answer. I, no. I didn't know why mm-hmm. I did it. I was just like, I don't There's know. No cause cause I like There's it. no cause or effect. It's but yes, I wonder, are, are we putting too much, are we letting guys off the hook? Because you know, I'm saying girls are bitches at that age, but is it possible that that's not intentional? Either they don't know what they're doing, and that they were being. I'm being too I, soft I, on I, guys. I, I, well, from what I know about having a degree in ch- uh, childhood development, <laughs> uh, g- girls are different. You know, chemically, like they're sure, a little bit different yeah. chemically. Sure. Um, so, you know, their their lapse in judgment comes from you know their emotions and their you know <laughs> their it's development. It's, but it also is the same exact thing with the guys. It just might manifest a little bit differently. You know, you know what? what I mean? That's one thing that I always think is hilarious is that everybody always remembers those like oh, I remember high school was like that was that was the good old days and don't get me oh, wrong yeah. like I had fun but mm-hmm. do you remember like the the no. import I remember one time I like cried because somebody else had a jacket that I had and I because I loved this jacket <laughs> I thought it was an Adidas three stripe you know oh, down yeah. thing and someone else came to school with that jacket and I wouldn't wear it again. You know, and I was yeah, I was like devastated. Yeah. And I was like, "That's being a teenager." So c- yeah. cut them some slack. Like that was the right. most important thing in my right, life at right. that point, and I didn't know <laughs> how to handle that. Yeah, I, I think that for me, I went through a phase where it was just like, "Man, I, I fucked him up." Like he's like he was making mistakes, and I'm sitting there yeah. looking in the mirror, going, and then you start thinking, "You're like, oh shit." Why well, I, well, I think you because you could have nipped it in the bud. Well, or that's a, that's the thing too. Where thinking that because yeah. then you're sitting there going. I did the same thing. Right. And I sit here as Jason's friend and and we're we're good friends. We know things about each other's families. We're close friends. Mm-hmm. So when someone like Jason will tell me about his teenage kids and I'm like, "What the?" I'm like, "Jason's a good dude." <laughs> like Jason yeah. and Melissa are good parents. I'm like, "Oh shit." We're good parents. Mm-hmm. Like this is going to happen no matter mm-hmm. what. You don't yeah. know. Like it, it's it's just gonna happen because it's their way of growing, and then that takes it's you just back. It, that takes you back to your willows and oaks thing, mm-hmm. right? You really, definitely. Right. Then you're thing. worried about milk being drank. You're thinking <laughs> about the kids shotgunning beers at 16, right? And you've got to sit there and, and weigh that Way, out, and yeah. you also have to go back in your time because there, I went and did some stuff. Oh yeah, so I did you, some so you, shit. So you, but you have to take that out of your mind, yeah. especially when you look at my wife, who 
never experienced a life like that. You know, I start off a joke where I talk about where in my wife two different worlds. My wife was raised by in a family with four priests and three nuns. Yeah. I was raised by bikers. Yeah. So how the hell were we supposed to <laughs> come together and uh, make upstanding human beings? You know what? We're the, batting fifty yeah. percent, Jeff. We're doing okay. Do you know what's yeah. the weird thing about that? Is that somewhere deep there, deep in that relationship, there has to be a common set of values. Oh yes. yes. And that's that's yes. the interesting mm-hmm. social yeah. experiment there. We, what was the common and set we of talk about it all the time two. because I was the dude that grew up in the projects that was a latchkey kid. My mom worked yeah. till two a.m. Mm-hmm. and uh, you know, and and w- my wife was Melissa. Like yeah, she's, yeah. She so had many, a, so a great conservative family, church, all this. You yeah. know, it's like uh, you know, uh, so it's well. That's what I. And you I, don't know how it's going to turn out. And plus, I always say like you know, from going back to Jason's point about how are you going to. You know, teach your kids when you were in those, you put yourself in those same situations. Right. I always think that, and I think especially now, because when I first started college is when Facebook first got launched. Mm-hmm. So there is a photographic mm-hmm. track record out there yeah. of every single oh, mistake. Yeah. I was, I remember there was a, the, a picture of me posing. I was drunk with like a gun that I was like holding to my head, like, you know, like, <laughs> you know, like so. How in God's name am I ever going to we'll find that thing right now? Well, oh, it's, it, it's, it's, it's buried deep, deep inside. Oh, I'll crack that code, Jeff. But, but what I'm saying is that. Oh, he'll find it for this episode release. Yeah. And, but I, you know, I felt like I had good you know, values and stuff, and I still was a total, absolute idiot. You That's know? for yeah. real going to be the photo yeah. for this episode. Yeah. I, I think one of the things that I learned is being open with your teenagers. You you have to be careful. And the reason I say that is mm. because I was very open with mm. both of my children on what I did mm. and, and, and because and so that I felt that I could be I could talk to them about the parents. On a real level. Right. Yeah. Don't do that. Yeah. <laughs> right. What you say can and will be used against yeah, right. you in a lot of circumstances. That's what I mean. Like, how do you not start, become a hypocrite? Start at the top and make everything bad. Be, be a hypocrite. You were holding a gun to your head, <laughs> at, you asshole. You don't want your son doing that. Don't tell him you did it. Yeah. Because he's yeah. looking and going, well, look how good my daddy hey, right. turned out. My kids ain't finding out nothing. <laughs> yeah. They're like, my daddy used to be a youth pastor. I'm I, like, yep, yep, that's it. You keep telling yourself that. I don't deal in regrets. I don't deal on sure, looking back right. and saying, I wish I would have done this differently. Right. I dealt the hand, yep. and now you roll with it, and you work through and those it's, things And it's together. always, it, it makes together. you, the, it ma- yeah, absolutely, it makes you the person you are, too, and yeah. and your wife knows that, and your wife knows, and, you know, your spouse loves you for who you are, or whoever you have children with, yep. and uh, you just kind of roll with it, and you be a team. That's that's the key right there. <sighs> You're Especially a team. Too. God yes, damn. you have to be a team. You cannot show weakness in front of them, Can I tell you or my, they will kill you. My great, I, I think, we, like, my wife and I have maybe had, like, Four like really big fights, and that's in a seven-year sure. marriage. Yeah, that's I agree with that. Good. Yeah, that's pretty good. I agree with that. My wife and so, I may, maybe have one big fight a year. Yeah. So what we have though is, and this started with our first kid, is I, we call it the resentment meter. <laughs> yeah. And, and you always so the gauge goes from zero to ten, and usually if you if you are feeling like you're at an eight or a, above, you tell the other person like, "Hey, I'm at an eight resentment right now," and then you you flesh it out and be like. <laughs> Because I just cleaned the dishes, I just cooked, and now you're just sitting there playing on your phone. Like, that that's the kind of thing. Yeah. And it's a little steam valve, 
yeah. that blows it off. Whoa. You get to talk, and, and she was in social work, so we're, she, you know, is very, yeah. uh, you know, uh, appropriate with the I'm yeah. feeling this, I'm feeling that, like that type of thing. And well, I swear and to you, God, it's you a, used to work in HR. Yeah, so, so I, yeah, there's guys. a little bit of, uh, of kid gloves there. <laughs> But well, I feel like if you look in Section 3A of our relationship, yeah, this is the handbook. I, this, I don't know why we're the even con- arguing about the this. The contract. But I, I, I always say that if there was like stats for marriage that was like you know baseball stats, f- number of fights avoided should be a stat. That would be like, oh, ERA. right, like, yeah, at, right. At times yeah. where you could, oh, I'm saves. going in. Saves? Yeah, saves. Oh, I'm a save leader. Nope, like, I'm good. Like, I'm a save not, leader. This is not worth oh, a fight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I always talk about reading the room with my son. Like, I learned how to read the room when it came to the house, whether it was with my daughter or with my wife, and my son still can't read the room. Like, he's dropping things to her on Easter Sunday, and I'm looking at him going, you, you <laughs> I don't get it. What do you mean? In other words, you have to know what you what you can oh, get you into can get at that moment. Yo, yeah, like you have to understand. Like, are they in the mood to? to well, do, that's yeah. that's like that's like when the... I come home from a show at midnight mm-hmm. and my wife was around and wants to talk about this bill. Yeah. And I'm like, Got I will punch your teeth out right now. Are you kidding me right now? Yep. But you, but you <laughs> have to go. Like, or it's like you'll be like, you'll be in the in the stages of love, like love making. It's like you know, I was talking to my mom yesterday <laughs> about our mortgage interest, no, no. and I was like, um, my wiener is out. <laughs> you cannot be talking about mortgage interest right now. You know what I mean? Like, there's few things less sexy. <laughs> A, a balloon, a balloon loan. Yeah. <laughs> um, on that note, uh, uh, balloon loans and wieners. Uh, uh, we're, I'm gonna take a real quick break and give a shout out to uh, two of our sponsors. One is Dad Gear, DadGear.com. Dad Gear sent me a lot of uh, dope things. Dope, dope, including the Dad Gear backpack that my wife is obsessed with. She wears it every single day. It has so many pockets in it. Goddamn gadgets. You like Batman with that thing. Dude, I'm finding a different pocket every day. There's yep. a different pocket every day. It's like MacGyver was a dad and was <laughs> yeah. like, I'm going to make some upgrades to this. <laughs> yeah. It's like the whole A-team was like, they took a normal backpack and they made it into a dope backpack with like bazookas on it and stuff. Yeah. You remember how they would take a bulldozer? Anyway, oh. anyway, that's what Dad Gear does. And then they also gave me a, a like a, a messenger bag yeah. that is incredible. Uh, and they have wipes. You you pull out a flap that has wipes. It has a a wipe flap. A wipe flap. Mm-hmm. A wipe a wipe flap. That sounds so gross. It does sound. You like, get off my wipe flap. Um, Jason Jason's rocking the vest. Dude, they have a fleece vest. Dad Gear has, and it has a changing pad in the back of the vest. You pull you, out. You reach behind your back, Jeff, and you. Boom. Changing pad. So are you walking around like a ninja turtle the whole time? Yeah, you're bro. You're badass no. Dad. no. You can't even no, sell. You it's concealed. It's concealed. You could have oh. your dad weapon and your changing pad all in the same vest. Wow. Yeah. yeah. And uh, when you graduate out of diapers, flask. Yeah. But uh, yeah, go to dadgear.com. Uh, all dad gears are made in the USA. They're built to last. And you're going to be super organized. They're for moms, too. They're not, uh, yeah. you know, like they I said, my wife. Product. They have some new products they're developing, too, that are coming out soon, too. Yeah, it's incredible. Uh, and then our other shout-out, our friend, Jason's going to tell you about mm. Mary Mac Bakehouse. Mary oh, Mac gosh. Bakehouse. Oh, big fan. Oh. Love her stuff. She comes to our shows. She brings baked goods. Yeah. If you listen to the dad bod. Uh, but she delivers ad, all over the country. She, she does. She ships all over the place. Baking mixes. Some of them are actually regionally themed. Yeah, she names them goofy stuff. You yeah. Know? 
Uh, speaking of Pittsburgh Penguins playoff hockey, she'll show, show, show have like a Sidney Crosby, like, mm-hmm. you know, uh, mm-hmm. cake mix or something. Yeah. It, it's, Yinzer mix is one of them, yeah, which yeah, is a yeah, Pittsburgh yeah. thing. So, but I uh, know you have to go ahead and check her out uh, all across all the social medias. Um, and at Mary May, what is it? Mary at Mary Mac Bakehouse.com. Yeah. We'll have that in the uh, information liner. You can find her on Facebook, you're on Twitter at Mary Mac Mixes. Um, Instagram, the pictures. Just go and look at her pictures. Yeah, go look at the food. On there. The uh, cinnamon rolls is what she's always, what she's known for. Oh, Little, my God. A couple seconds. 30 seconds in the microwave, get them nice and warm. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's God, it's so really good. good. We ate I'm, them for I, Easter morning, and I, they were unbelievable. Yeah, I sent her a message the other day. Well, I seen a bakery that did a cinnamon roll baked inside of a donut, Joe. Yeah. And I oh. said, and she said she's going to do I, it. I sent her, I tweeted at her, and I said, if you get this straightened out, Aaron and I will do. Out. Aaron and I will do something very special. We'll for do a you. full episode I, I just even, on this. I, if yeah. you iron out the logistics of this, of this, we'll invite every dad we know. It was like the turducken of oh, baked goods. Oh so yeah, check out Mary Mac, uh, Mary Mac Bakehouse, Mary, and she has a podcast, a cooking podcast, MaryMacPodcast.com. We're gonna have to do that. So check out Mary Mac, and uh, also check out DadGear.com. And if you want to see comedy, if you want to see us do comedy, as of uh, today, the release of this podcast, I am at the Looney Bin in Wichita, Kansas next week. I'm at the Looney Bin in Tulsa, Oklahoma. And then, uh, boom, uh, uh, I'm moving into a new house, so I t- I'm taking a couple weeks off. And then we get back to the stand-up get-down at Arcade Comedy Theater in Pittsburgh on May 26th. Um, what's that? No, no, oh, I was like, I was like you scared me. And then I'll be in Tampa and doing some other things. Um Anything, uh, Jeff, do you have anything going on? I got uh, just this weekend's the WDV Loaded Show. Yeah, yeah that's it was, it was a great show. Oh, it was a great show. Oh, it. it was a good it was show. Amazing. Yeah, show. I mean, yeah. it was incredible. I, I heard really they carried good you out. They yeah. carried you out yeah. on their shoulders yeah. when they dumped, when they dumped, for He's a yeah. Jolly Good Fellow. There was a lot of industry people there. I actually got a sitcom deal. Did you? Yeah. yeah wow. It's, it's going to be on uh, the WB13. It's called Time for Two. <laughs> yeah. That's what it's called, Time for Two. Uh, so, yeah, let's get back uh, briefly. So, Jeff Conkle. Button it up. Comedian and dad. Um he is having his second child. Do you have any other questions for the dads? For the panel. <laughs> uh, How about just logistical things? Oh. Like, okay, so th- these are going to get real specific. So, baby. I got you. So, my son sleeps great through the night right mm-hmm. now. So, no. does a baby crying, will that wake up a two year old? I've heard no pretty resoundingly, but I find that hard to believe. Um, No, not really. But then wow. again, wouldn't that be very case specific? It would be very case specific. I mean, it. I, I know that like, I know a friend of mine who had a really colicky second child, mm. and the first one pretty much had to like sleep in another room, like had to sleep with the parents. Oh, are you uh, going in the same room, or they haven't? They're gonna have separate. No, rooms. they got separate rooms. Okay, well, separate okay. Rooms. Well, that's not yeah. bad. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, think you'll be fine. I think you'll be okay. Um, yeah, that shouldn't be too bad. I'm yeah. a little worried about that. Then again, I mean, you know, he could be popping out like, "Mommy, Daddy, what's going on?" You know, that's um, what I like. That's what I'm but he most gets used worried to it. about. He'll get used to my it. My son is a very sweet boy. Like he has a ton of empathy. So whenever yeah. he sees babies crying, like you can see him start to tear up just because yeah. he's like, "What's oh, going yeah. on here?" Yeah, so yeah. I just don't like. I think that's going to be. I think a that goes with on. the prep work you were talking yeah. about too, where yeah. you were babies prepping cry. him. Babies yeah. you know, you'll it doesn't mean it. he's hurt. It's 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 you know it's their way of you know right. You know you can yeah you'll get used to it. I I mean I I even say on stage it definitely feels like when the second one comes out. And sees the first one, and they just form this alliance, and they're like, let's blow everything up. Like, they just know. They know how to function as a team immediately. Well, we did find out they were having two boys. 
two. So so we have a boy. We're gonna have another boy. So we just yeah. found that out. We're not cutting a cake. You huh? could have cut a cake. Why didn't you bring a goddamn yeah, cake? Yeah, why didn't oh, you sorry. do that? I, oh, you yeah, should have brought, you you brought a cake. Even we could have pretended. I should have got a, a Mary Mac uh, yeah. jelly donut and filled it with blueberry goop or something like that. <laughs> and, and I bit it. I, I'm like, well, damn, I'm a boy. Oh, there's a baby boy in my mouth. Oh, that did sound good. <laughs> oh, okay. Oh, sorry. Jeff is a disgusting yeah, son, son of a bitch. Goddamn. But I think that I'm... First of all, like my son is in like the 98th percentile for for height. He's going oh. to be bigger than uh-huh. me. He's he's well. My wife is five eleven, and my father in law yeah. is six five two eighty. Wow. So basically, what I'm saying is that by the time this kid's fourteen, he's going to be able to physically beat the shit out of me. <laughs> so now I have another one coming. Yeah. And I I'm oh. my only strategy up to this point is basically do what my dad did, which he never really got physical with us at all. But what he did do is. Intimidation. Oh, yeah, he would destroy inanimate objects, and like he'd rip like a cabinet off the wall, or like, <laughs> like put his foot through some drywall or something like that. So basically, I love this. So basically, what you do is you're like, well, you know, he he just punched through some plate glass. Like, what, imagine what he would yeah. do to me, and that's imagine all what you he would do to that's my all face. You need to instill. John Heffron does a bit on that. Growing up, one day his dad goes ape shit and breaks every door <laughs> in the house, <laughs> and here he goes. The magic of it was. He had all the doors to be replaced that were all sitting downstairs. He just wanted to he prove a point. To it, yeah. He wanted to show them who oh was boss. God. He destroys so every funny. door in the house. So funny. But he was already removing the You're, doors. You, he was just waiting for his kids to get mad, and then yeah. he's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> Boom. <laughs> just punching, kicking holes through doors. He's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. It's my dad is story. the scariest, toughest person oh, yeah. alive, and I will listen I had, to everything he says. My kids and my wife refer, it was the dad voice. Yeah, that's for me I, too. My register that's would what drop, I do. and it would be, and like you felt it. Like other kids would stop moving yeah. because it's it's happening. I but they but then they figured me out. Yeah. Right, they know it's inert. That's what yeah. he said yeah. about them being a team. Yeah. That's when the oldest went to him and go. You know he ain't gonna do yeah. shit. Yeah, yeah. that's you, mommy. <laughs> mommy got him My kids yeah, now. Yeah, 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 they're still young. I mean, I could yell at my son right now. Watch. Here we go. Watch. Oh, Jesus. What time is it? It's bedtime. What time? Oh, it's they're bedtime. in bed. Oh, my God. They're sleeping. Oh they're sleeping. Wow, that was almost disastrous. I know. That was almost me and Jeff crawling, crawling out the window. It's so funny. Because if I would have been like, Luke. Yeah. Like, if I, dude, if I would he, he, you hear. What, Daddy? <laughs> like, yeah. at the top of the steps. Yeah, that's what I want. Like, it, yeah, I mean, yeah. Uh, start early. Start early. Start with the, the verbal intimidation. Dude, don't <laughs> Listen. Call well, and, pussy and I, when he pisses his pants or no, something. No, no, you no. show him the gun picture. Yeah, Here's the thing. If I was willing to do that. What people don't understand is that um, you start forming your child's personality and manners yeah. at mm-hmm. like one. Yeah. Between the ages of one and four, that is who, I mean, a lot of it is kind of who that person is. I mean, you really, you're yeah. setting them up. And so Isn't that depressing? That, whether like, your kids your have manners, years. whether your kids have manners, the way they treat people, the yeah, way they speak. The respect level. I mean, yeah. that was I my mean, end game really... for everything. You know, and I talked about, yeah. my, you know, about my son being a handful and things like that. Bottom line, he is always respectful. Yeah. He always shows yep. respect to yep. every individual. He knows yep. how to walk up to a person. He'd meet you yep. right now, shake, shake your hand, it. look yep. you right in the eye. It's yep. a pleasure to meet you. That's the, yep. that's the kid I wanted. My kids, children my kids say please and thank you. Yeah, absolutely. Is it because you told them that that's what they should be doing, mm-hmm. or is it because you modeled that? 
both. both. Absolutely both. I see. Both. I, I would venture to say that you get a lot more of modeling those behaviors mm-hmm. if they see you saying thank you. Absolutely. Something. Oh, it's, it's much oh, better yeah. than saying, like, you need to say thank you. Yeah, and then, that, you're, being then, a, be like, yeah, no. then yeah. you're being a jack off. The yeah, next no, guy. No. Right. And that's bullshit. No, you're going to, yeah, you're going to be who you are yeah. for them. And that's what you want them to be. Right, right. I always heard this great, I don't know why this is germane to this conversation, but I heard that I used to work for a guy and it was on Valentine's Day. And he said that his, um, he said that he always gets flowers. He had, he had a son and a daughter, and he said he always gets flowers for his wife and his daughter. And I was just like, why do you get it for your, your daughter, too? And he said this line that I thought was corny at the time, but now that I think about it, I was like, this is a great line. He said, because I want my son to uh, see how a lady should be treated, and I want my daughter to know how yes. a lady should be treated. And I was like, man, there that is, is some great, that's some deep stuff there, right there. There is a ton of knowledge in that. I would take my daughter out on, we would go out on a date. Yeah. And I would take her out to dinner and I would make sure I, you know, listen, pass that, whatever we're doing now. I would hold the door for her. Yeah. Like that's, if, if, if someone is yeah. not showing you that in her, I, we've been blessed with her boyfriend. The guy, he's been in our family now for a couple years. But. Very blessed because Would she have even guy. gone through that, like, would he have even got through that filter if he wasn't great because the bar Mm-mm. was set very high? True. Mm-mm. No, that's she, true. she did, she did have one that was, he was a son of a bitch. And then one day. <laughs> well, you but, gotta go through a couple And of she had to balance out where it she was me. at with her emotions and who she was and going through that, that change right, during her life. And then yeah. one day she just snapped and said, wait a minute. Yeah. No, no, no. He's not treating me the way he's supposed to be treating yeah. me, and he's gone. And that's and so there is a lot to be said about the example, especially Absolutely. with a daughter or important yeah. your son. I mean, I, my son knows how much I love my wife. Yeah. He oh knows yeah. Of how much I respect women and how much I show that I, love, and it's important. For I I think sometimes it. I'm uh, I'm a little too hard on my son when when he makes my wife upset. But he knows it. Mm-hmm. He knows that that's not how you yeah. treat your mummy. Yeah. That's not how yeah. you treat girls. That's not how yeah. you treat your sisters. And I love that he's in the middle of two girls. I love yeah. it. Because, you know, some people oh. are like, oh, no, you got to. I'm like, no, man. He is surrounded mm-hmm. by great women who he will learn how to be a gentleman. Yeah. And he, man, if he does something wrong to my wife. If my wife and gets mad will. at him, and they will, yeah, they will. And I walk in that room, he looks at me like, "Oh fuck!" Like he knows, my and dad, I love that he knows to treat his mother with respect. My dad used to, whenever I was in my teenage years, right in middle school, right around eighth grade, I think that was probably the biggest turd on you know sure. at, in my time span. But me I remember too. my dad would, if I would mouth off to my mom, he would he would say this great line. He'd be like, "What'd you just say to my girlfriend?" Mm-hmm. And it was real, uh, like I say like, the same thing. It was yeah. like real. Like it was like James yeah. Dean back in the fifties. Like we're yeah. gonna rumble right now. Like would That's you just so say my funny. girlfriend? And he by by yeah. saying that it was his girlfriend, it took mommy out of the equation. Like right. she's not your mommy. She's my girlfriend. You can't talk yeah. to her like that. And I, was I like, oh, say to yeah. my son, yeah. I go, yeah. I go. That's my lady. Yeah. yeah. I said that's yeah. my girl. You don't talk to my girl mm-hmm. like that. that. That's I said that and, to him. And, and you know, I went through that recently where my son again oh, he's yeah. struggling. And I would talk to Aaron about it, and I had that conversation with him. It no longer was, you don't talk to your mother that way. It became, you don't talk to my wife that yeah, way. Dude. Right now, yeah. you're, because, no man can walk up right. to my wife you in any give, situation. Right. And there's been situations that I won't talk about for other people. Oh, yeah, right, right, right. Where I've stepped up and said, like I'm going to go to prison tonight because I'm going <laughs> to fucking, you talk to my yeah. wife? I will snap the shit out of you. Well, now, we're what, so now we're getting pumped. Now we're getting pumped. So what was he? You guys want to join a dog ball league? 16, usually right, right around when the 
when this was happening. Yeah, it was within they, this last two years. They start span. to need a little dose of yeah. reality. Yeah. And if that's how you're going to talk to mm-hmm. somebody on the streets, you're going to get reality. Hey, man. I might have the arthritis, but I don't fight fair. <laughs> <laughs> I don't fight fair. Yo, I'll pick up a brick. <laughs> I on will you, hit son. you with a two by four and not worry. I no. will be a son of a bitch. We will be the son of a I'm bitch a of the show. Son of a bitch. We're your son of a bitch. I, w- I will be here. the. Jeff is. He's ooh, ready. boy. He's ready. He's ready for two son of a bitches to roll into the world. Well, this is the good thing is that I worry so much about everything that I pretty much have every contingency covered already <laughs> mentally in my mind. Like anything horrific that could happen, I've already imagined and fleshed well, out into um, its biggest entirety. So the, and... the follow-up episode will be December? Yeah. With Jeff? Yeah, I'm you can saying. throw we'll all that bullshit <laughs> away because none of that's going to happen. Shirt, I know. This shirt's so nice and pressed. I know. Look, Look at, at you. You're so You still cute. iron clothes? I, that's adorable. I got brown shoes on. Oh, you're going to be... <laughs> You're going to be wearing East Spirit loafers to work because your feet hurt. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Good time. That was good that was times. Fun. That was fun. Oh, uh, There's no son of a bitch here except Je- Jeff's second child, three really. three dads yeah, getting together right. and kicking knowledge. Three dads getting together, yeah, kicking kick knowledge? knowledge? Is that a new yeah. show? Put it on a t-shirt. Hashtag dad crate. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, before we get out of Let's here, throw that one last let me time. throw this out of here real quick, uh, and we're going to be done. This is so you can win stuff. Don't turn it off. You can win a prize. Go on any of uh, our social medias and type in hashtag DadCrate, and Jason and I will pick a winner for the month to win a Dad Crate from us. You don't know what's oh. going to be in it. I don't know what's going to be in it. Oh, you guys love putting together the gift, the whole gift bag. Oh, it's the best. Oh, it's the best. So we're going to send one person a dad crate, and it's going to be awesome. I can guarantee you that because we overkill sometimes. We do. And we'd be like, but what about this? You got to put this in the dad crate. And I'm like, you're right. Well, now we got to get another bigger box for the dad crate. (laughs) That's probably what's going to happen. So hashtag dad crate on any of our social medias. Uh, And uh, yeah, visit dadgear.com and uh, marymacbakehouse.com. And um, Jeff Conkle is the son of a bitch. <laughs>